Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you from the home I have made in this world and longing for my forever home with God and everywhere in between. You are listening to episode 42, Busy, 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 and How Messy It Is. In this episode, I will look at the mess that our busy becomes and how to work that out into a life we can freely, truly live. I was sitting around the table with some friends yesterday. I had just been sharing how it had been a busy, busy week and why. There was the day job of the deeply important work of being a person who leads, organizes, and does prayer. There was the book writing and homeschooling. I was preparing to teach a Spanish lesson to all of our homeschooled children in a few minutes. There was the coming oral surgery, not to mention my ongoing journey with mental illness, which somehow I had forgotten and didn't list as a part of my busy life, which is, I'm not sure, a good sign. And then there's the regular realities of home. Oh my, did I blah, 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 blah about it all. The thing is, I really, really don't want to be known as that busy person, so full of things to do and somehow, ha, managing them all. No, I want to bring all of myself to God and ask him what he wants me to fill my days with. I want to be about his work and certainly not building my own kingdom of busy work. Busyness is one of the messiest things there is, and we are all in the thick of it in one way or another when we don't honor our souls by giving them room to breathe. I'm tipping my hat to Emily P. Freeman for that phrase. So, how do we work through the clumsiness of busyness that we find ourselves tripping all over? I am going to offer four Ps to help us work through the messy busy. First, we need to pray and listen to God. It is only in getting alone with God that we can hear his heart for us and find the strength to let go of what makes us busy. The pull is just too strong towards the alluring sense of productivity and activity. We need to hear from God about our lives. This requires silence, which can seem so foreign and feel so uncomfortable. Henry Nouwen says in The Way of the Heart, silence is the home of the word. Silence gives strength and fruitfulness to the word. And we want strong and fruitful words which apply directly to our lives as we work through the mess of the busyness. If you would like to know more about listening prayer and hearing from God, I will be co-teaching a seven-week class this fall, 2021. You can email me at abigail.oloman at gmail.com. I'll put this email in the show notes. And then when you email me, I will share more with you. Secondly, we need to prioritize. I love this C.S. Lewis quote. 
put first things first and second things are thrown in, put second things first and you lose both first and second things. We simply cannot ignore our interior lives and expect to be able to fit all the endless running around into our lives. We must find what matters most. Our lives with God and our families are definitely first things. But there are also things within these relationships that matter most. For example, if my husband's love language is quality time, it is more important that I spend time talking with him and sharing with him than living up to some kind of standard of always having home-cooked meals. Though he does appreciate those, my husband. But if one has to go, it should not be the one that speaks most to him. I have started listening to Kendra Adachi's Lazy Genius podcast and reading her book, The Lazy Genius Way. I will link both in the show notes. They are excellent, and her gist is all about having first things first, those things which matter most, and ditching or letting go of what doesn't matter. And this is to you as you figure these things out. I realize I'm saying this in the continued midst of a pandemic, but I am certain we can all still run around crazy busy even in these days. And it can all happen so much more because the pull to do, do, do has risen amid not being able to do. We're yearning for renewed importance in any number of things that have been taken away. And there And these are not bad desires. It's just, if we're not careful, we'll miss the first things and lose it all. Thirdly, we need to persevere. Once we've decided what are our first things, we must stay the course and fiercely protect these things. This may mean we let go of things which seem incredibly important now, but they're not the most important thing. It's hard to let go. I really, really do get it. I was talking to my sister and revisiting my word all, which is my word for this year. I was thinking I might ditch it because it seems overwhelming, but that's only if my perspective is off. The word all came to me in the sense of bringing all of my weary, broken, and messy to God and receiving the renewal in all things I so desperately need from him. It's about all of me being God so I can keep first things first as I hear his heartbeat for me, my family, and my world. All in this way can very much mean less of me because I want to do whatever it takes to receive all of him. Last, we need to have patience. Finally, In this process of dealing with messy busyness, we need to be so very kind and patient with ourselves. It is all, after all, messy. It may be a rocky road ahead, but we are loved infinitely, and God loves us no less because of our mess. In many ways, it evokes his compassion to pour out upon us as we cling like children with muddy hands to his all-powerful yet gentle hand. And yes, dear friends, in all of this praying, prioritizing, persevering, and having patience, it will be messy, it will be hard, but there is always the greatest love, our Emmanuel, God with us, 
around us, surrounding us as that light which shines in the darkness and can never, ever, ever be overcome. I hope these few minutes of entering the busy and seeking to make sense of it has directed you, challenged you, and encouraged you somehow. I pray that because of this, you will consider this time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, and many other things about which I have written, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. And it's also linked in the show notes. And there are also there a couple of free ebooks, which I believe will bless you on the journey. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I would like to leave you with a quote from a current book I am reading. It's called Mansions of the Heart by R. Thomas Ashbrook. He says, we may be tempted to treat a spiritual growth roadmap as a ladder to be climbed or a path to be mastered, something to be accomplished. As an aside, does that sound like our busy work sometimes? He goes on to say, however, it is the Holy Spirit that transforms us. We can never accomplish our spiritual growth by ourselves. Similarly, we must also be careful about comparison with others or any sense of competition. God's love for each of us is complete from before the foundation of the world, and our salvation is accomplished by God's grace received in simple faith. God loves and accepts us fully right where we are. Amen and amen. I would love to meet you right here next time.